Welcome back to another episode of the Adam Schefter Podcast. And being that the Patriots were the story of free agent week, the opening week of free agency, we figured we would reach out to one former Patriots wide receiver and one new Patriots wide receiver as this week's featured guests. First, we'll speak with former Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon, who rarely speaks to the media and talks about all he's gone through and all he still hopes to do as he hopes to return to the NFL. And then we'll be joined by new Patriots wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, who left the 49ers to sign a three-year, $22.5 million deal with the New England Patriots. It was all part of the spending spree that Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, Bill Belichick, the Patriots head coach, went on during the first week of free agency when they signed 19 players to contracts worth almost $300 million, including about $162 million in guaranteed money, close to what Robert Kraft spent to buy the Patriots in 1996. So in one week, Robert Kraft spent almost as much on players as he did for the Patriots franchise some 25 years ago. And it was so Patriot-like to see them go the opposite way that every other team was going at a time where teams, by and large, were cutting back and not spending and not signing free agents. Of course, the Patriots jump in and unleash this spending spree, signing anybody and everybody within sight. They always do what's opposite of everybody else. And we'll see how this works out. But it was a reflection of how thin the talent on the roster is. And I don't think they're done just yet. I still think there'll be more moves as we lead up to the draft next month. And they really jumped into the free agent market. All right, before we get into today's episode, I have a few things I need to tell you. Daily Wager is ESPN's newest podcast for all your betting information on tonight's games. Listen every week, day afternoon for the latest info on the biggest games and plays. That's Daily Wager. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't miss the biggest, baddest rematch at UFC 260 as heavyweight champion Stipe Mioke and number one contender Francis Ngannou meet for the second time. UFC 260 on March 27th is exclusively available to ESPN Plus subscribers for $69.99. Visit ESPN Plus dot com backslash ppv and now on to our first guest today a man i've always wanted to hear more from and never heard quite enough about a man who rarely grants interviews but was kind enough to agree to our request to sit down to try to document some of the issues that he's tried to work through to get to where he hopes to be going in the future, the former Seahawks, Patriots, and Browns wide receiver, who is now a free agent, Josh Gordon. Josh. Hey, man. How's it going? Long time coming. How long have we talked about doing this podcast together? Long, long time, man. Long time. Right? Long time. Probably about a year. Probably about a year. Yeah, there have been a few different times where this has come up, where one of your people has reached out to me or... I've reached out to you or whatever it may be. And we've talked about doing this for an awful long time. And I wanted to get you on just to hear what you're doing, 
Look back at your past, look ahead to your future, and let people hear who Josh Gordon is. So I guess we start with the fact that right now you're playing in the fan-controlled football league with Johnny Manziel for the Zappers, right? We're waiting to have the season run through March 27th, and then maybe, maybe I don't know, we'll, we'll see what's in your future. First and foremost, Josh, what brought you to the fan-controlled football league? Uh, initially, I think uh, Johnny – uh, Johnny and uh, Bob reached out to me. Um, I think via social media, DM me or something like that, yep. a while ago. I think back yep. in January or something when they first started. Uh, and at the time, it just wasn't where my mind was. It wasn't wasn't what I was prepared or thinking about doing. Um, some time went by. They reached out again, and uh, obviously, you know, COVID's going is going around still, and you know, nobody's really doing much of anything. And I was like, hey, I was like, this is time for me to uh, make some use of my time and my ability. And, um, you know, be around some players and some young guys and try to, uh, you know, see how I could uh, possibly in- influence them uh, by playing the game. And, and that's what it was all about for me. And then, um, unfortunately, we lost. And, you know, <laughs> out, of, out of the playoffs, I think the, some other team just won it. Wild Aces or something like that. But shout out to the FCF. I appreciate them for inviting me. So your season there is over. Yeah, it's over. It's almost as quick as it started. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that, Josh. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. No, no, so, 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 what happens for you now? What does Josh Gordon do now? Um, well, back, back to I guess what I was doing uh, uh before. I was working out here locally at a uh, Ford Sports Performance uh, with the help of Tracy Ford. You know, it's a great group of guys here in uh, in, in the Northwest. And um, a bunch of guys from the Seahawks, guys from all over that originally from from here, working out there, NFL guys, and uh, we grind day in and day out, and um, you know, <clears throat> and try to stay uh, committed to the game right now. So you are training for another chance, yes, is that correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, sir. And what if a team wants to sign you right now? Because you are eligible to sign with anybody you want, correct? I am. Yes, I'm a free, unrestricted free agent, and uh, I could sign with a team if somebody were to offer me at this time. But uh, uh, dealing with the, the NFL and my suspension, I'd have to find out the, you know, the details and how that how that plays itself out later and, uh, down the road. So, I'm not 100 percent sure, but yes, but yes, I am. I'm, a, I'm free to sign anybody. And you're on the suspended list right now, correct? Yes, sir. And it's unclear when you'll be eligible to play in the NFL again, correct? Very true. Yes, sir. So so what's that like training every day, Josh, trying to get this chance that you don't know when it will come or if it will come? Well, I mean, it's like putting together a puzzle piece by piece, um, knowing that things are going to fall, can and, and have in the past fallen into place. Um, and it's a matter of patience and, and will and effort. And, um, you know, just it just doesn't all, all happen at once. And um, staying in the right frame of mind uh, to, to, to persevere and keep going day in and day out um, in hopes of something greater later uh, is, is my intention or is what, is, is what I hope for myself. And, um, you know, despite my past mistakes and, uh, you know, my career not going as, as, you know, as well as I planned it for myself, it just it doesn't mean that I, I got to stop and hang hang the cleats up and hang it up and you know try something new. I'm I'm not really prepared for that right now, 
Um, you know, playing football is my dream. I'm still physically able able to do it at a high level. Um, you know, so I, I want to be able to um, contribute to the game and allow allow myself that, that that freedom and that happiness that I know so much, and that's uh, that's playing ball and um, making people happy. You know, bringing them joy by my you know uh, through my abilities, and uh, you know, it's 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 one of the best feelings. So I can't I can't just give that up. So yeah. I'm gonna keep pursuing. I'm gonna keep, keep trying. And, uh, and, and and hacking away at this thing. Josh, to the teams who might listen to this, what would you say to them about your desire to play beyond what you just said to me there? Um, you know what? I think most importantly, it's about um, building a relationship with uh, with young men and in, in the brotherhood and the group um, and in, in amongst whichever organization. You know, it's about finding good people. It's about uh, practicing, practicing care um, for yourself and for other people and, and really and really showing who you are um, and allow yourself to be seen um, out away from the football field, off the football field, you know, and really kind of living up to, uh, I think, a certain standard of, of life um, to know that, you know, it's bigger than the game. It's, it's, you know, anybody can be really good at the game, you know, but you don't want to necessarily be be seen as a asshole off the, you know, part of my language, you know, yeah. off the field, you know. So <clears throat> to me, I try to keep it real. Just know, it's like what you what you see and what you hear is as honest as it gets, you know. Um, not saying I'm the most honest person, but I mean, I just I, I learned at a certain point in time to kind of cut out a lot of BS in my life. So you know, I you know, I mean, you're getting a guy that's focused, um, you know, uh, at this age, it's late in my career, you know, I only see it a number of ways and. Um, you know, most importantly, you you've been getting a great wide receiver. So uh, um, that's I, the mo- think- that's that's <laughs> important, right? And by the and by the way, you turn thirty next month. You turn thirty right, next right, month. Yeah. So and and you have no doubts that if a team were to give you a chance, that they would be getting that great receiver you're referring to. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That's what I work for every every day to, to stay as consistent at that level that high level that, that we all know the NFL is and to be one of the top tier players at, at my position uh, each and every day that I, I show up to work. And that's how, that's how I approach it. That's how I, I see myself. Um, and that's what I believe to be true. So, you know, you begin to God as confident in his abilities because of, of the work I put in and uh, how committed I, I, I am to that, you know? So, um, yeah. You talked about these mistakes, Josh, and we go back over your NFL career, Cleveland 2012 to 18, the Patriots 18 and 19, the Seahawks 19 and 20, and just now that brief little stint with the Zappers. What did you learn during that time, Josh? Man, um, that just just how, how, how life can come at you, I think, in a myriad of ways, and you can be as prepared as you want to be for it. Um, but you just don't know what the future holds and, and, you know, and how things, uh, how things will play out, you know, so it's been a learning experience, you know, a lot of things that I I didn't see happening, um, for myself have happened and I've had to bounce back on the fly and, you know, juggle life. Um, and, uh, like any, like everybody, like everybody else, I think I'm just doing it on a bigger stage, you know, with a lot of eyes watching and, um, that. Take, taking a lot of learning and taking a lot of lessons for me um, and a lot of lumps to try to, you know, do multiple things and compartmentalize and keep going and, pick, and picking up and staying track and staying, staying focused. 
um, despite, um, you know, getting trade and switching teams, moving cities, personal issues with the family uh, or whatever the case may be, my own inner personal uh, issues that, I'm, that I might be uh, dealing with mentally um, from the standpoint of saying, like, you know, am I good enough? You know, self-doubt, things, things of that nature. And um, it, it all played a part. It all plays a part. And I think the older I've gotten, the more I've realized like what really what really matters most. And it's um, you know, and it's and thing is just being true to yourself, allowing yourself to have the freedom to be human, you know, and um, don't not putting too much stress on myself and saying, hey, you know what, I'm good enough for me. I'm gonna do what is required uh, to get into the league and to continue to play, and I'm gonna do as best as I can to manage life. Day to day, as as I should, whether I'm playing football or not. You had doubts about whether you were good enough. You sure, absolutely, wow. absolutely. I mean, well, getting suspended, getting getting traded, put, you know, uh, put off teams, things like that. It's like, man, maybe I don't have it all together. Like maybe I thought I did, you know. Um, and I don't necessarily think it was from a lack of ability. Maybe I think it was from a lack of focus. Um, you know, just a lack of understanding. Uh, what where it is that I uh, I am in life? Um, what what are my priorities? Yeah. And um, you know, and and you can miss, and you can I have missed, and I think you know <clears throat> I've missed the, the the main goal, and the main purpose of of, of playing of playing football at, in the NFL, and um and it, it was caused by distractions. I had a lot of distractions in my life, and I allowed myself my attention to be pulled in, in so many different ways, and. Uh, it could be tough. It could be tough to wake up every morning and, and go to work when there's so many other things on your mind. And then, you know, uh, you know, I fall into a category uh, in which y- you got to be perfect. You got to be perfect every day. And, uh, you know, that's that's a topic, I guess, you know, that you, you deal with being in, in a program. I don't know how familiar you are with it, but, you know, you, you know, perfection is, is the key to kind of maintain maintaining a career. And, you know, and then unfortunately, no, nobody. Nobody's extremely perfect. Nobody's perfect. But um, what I'm striving for is progress and, and being as close to perfect as I could be so I can be able to play. And are you that way today? Are you close to perfect? Are you clean today, Josh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As close to perfect every day is what I strive to do, is what I'm looking to do um, in every aspect of my life. It, it, it not And do so in a way in which I could enjoy myself and have fun and look out for my family, you know, in a healthy uh, work-life balance uh, ratio, so to speak. Are there ever temptations? Are there ever times you feel like you're going to slip back and fall? Does that happen? Yeah, temptation. I think temptation happens all the time. Temptation happens all the time. You know, some days and some weeks are easier than others, you know. But, I, you know, you got to remain focused and just know, like, my position, where I'm at, my timing, what do I do, what do I want to do with my life right now, what matters most to me right now. And I think that can dispel that can dispel any any temptation or at least any long, you know, uh, really dwelling on something for too long. Temptation for too long, I think, is it, it, in, in, instead of it becoming that, it's just a fleeting thing. It's a fleeting thoughts like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, such and such. You know, that would have been a good time or maybe that it wasn't a good time. And, I'm, you know, I could look back from my past and realize just how quickly or impulsively I've made certain mistakes, you know, so. Yeah. You know, I think people, fans, Josh, they look at your career mm-hmm. and we see somebody that entered the league and lit it up. 
goes to the Pro Bowl in 2013, leads the league in receiving yards, just kills it. Like, And that's why it's hard for me to imagine that you didn't think you were good enough when you were better than everybody out there. And it just seemed like every time you were back and ready to make the next step, boom, there was a setback. Boom, there was a suspension. Boom, there was an issue. And it was like, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. What was that like for you to go through? Was that frustrating? Do you look back on that with regret? I mean, what what is that like for you? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I had to work towards a lot. I had to work through and work past a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, Uh, you know, inner turmoil with myself. Um, my family was dealing with it as well, you know, so um, I had to, I had to deal with it on multiple fronts, you know, so I was, I was battling, uh, you know, I think uh, um, life problems, I think, and as well as just, just workplace, uh, workplace environment problems and stuff and, and just saying, how can I coexist? How can I coexist? You know, um, everybody seemed, everybody else seemed to be doing it. So, so effortlessly, you know, what, what makes me different? Yeah. Um, I think that's where the self-doubt comes in. And, it's, and, and it could, um, as you've seen with my career, it could, it could, it could bring you to some low points. It could bring, yeah. bring you um, down to your knees. But um, there's no quit in me. And, uh, you know, I, 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 at least I'm thankful for that. And knowing how to get back on track has been, I think, my strong suit. So um, what has been deemed once my weakness, I think, is I can, I can credit for uh, for helping me move forward in life. You know, Josh, we all go through these things, right? I, I wrote a book about when I moved from Colorado to New York and battling depression and struggling to find a mate and just trying to find your way in life. And it was hard. It was hard. Not easy. When you look back at everything you've been through, what, and you talk about these low points, what's the low point that stands out to you? a rock bottom moment, if you will. Is there one that just is fresh in your mind that you reflect on? Yeah, I think the most recent, most recently, I would have to say the passing of my, my oldest brother. Uh, he, he passed away. Uh, man, I was in, I was ran here for Seattle against, uh, I think my, which is Thursday night game or Monday night game against San Francisco. He was uh, driving up from San Diego uh, or he was supposed to drive with his wife. His his uh, his his wife is, is from Seattle. Uh, they were moving out here. Uh, so and by coincidence, I was just so happy to get traded here from New England. So we thought it was a perfect, uh, you know, uh, life was going pretty well. I think. Yeah. And, and, and he passed away. Um, <clears throat> he passed away not too long ago. I think in uh, in December, uh, right before that game. And I found out uh, after the game. And uh, that was probably one of the lowest points, I think, yeah. the most recent. But things like that have occurred um, on, uh, throughout throughout my career. And so when something like that, was he older than you? You were close to how did he die? What, what was the situation, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, yeah, he was older than me. He was, he was 30. He was 38 at the time. Um, yeah. You know, and we, we talked on the phone. We had a, a distant relationship due to, you know, me working and traveling different teams and cities, you know, but. I made sure to try to keep a, uh, my family uh, as closely tied and attached to my circumstance, my situation, as much as possible, making them feel apart. And he, and uh, you know, he played the role of a big brother, you know, and uh, and, um, and unfortunately, his life was taken from, uh, uh, prematurely. 
And how was that? If you don't want me asking again, I'm sorry about that. Oh, um, I'm not even 100 percent sure. Cause I wasn't there. I, I don't even know. They just uh, my brother. He had uh, he had sleep apnea. He wow. was uh, watching TV or watching movie or watching a movie or something like that, and just I guess passed out on the couch. Yeah. Um. Uh. But they just you know he just really used, it's hard to stop so yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry for your loss. When you go through something like that. So it, it sinks you, it takes you to a dark spot, you withdraw. Am I imagining something like that? Is that is that sort of the natural path of events that occur? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you hit every, I think, emotional block or emotional, uh, yeah, on, you know, on, on, the, on the journey on the road to, to bouncing back from something like that, you know, withdrawing, um, withdrawing from society in a way or from people in a way, trying to figure out which direction to go, you know, and uh, who's going to help, who's going to help you get there. It's a, it's a journey, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, uh, exactly what to do, who to rely on, um, who to call your, who to call your friend or who to call in general, stuff like that. And so where's this journey taking you now, Josh, and who's helping you along the way to get there? Um, I have, I have my family. I still have the rest of my family, you know, my mom, my brothers, um, friends good 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 uh good friends in the community here locally and uh, you know from back home abroad they, they call in and check on me uh, guys like johnny guys i just met bob recently you know he's you know we had many talks over the phone he calls me almost every day stuff like that I mean, people have have reached out on social media showing love and stuff like that they, they're giving me motivation to, to keep doing uh what it is that i do um that i love to do i think and, and really kind of just showing me just showing me how important all of these small details in life are. And you understand that now, huh? Yes. I mean, I think I've always understood it. I think just life kind of can bring, life can bring it to a point to really yeah. get that keyhole kind of focus and uh, see what really matters most. You know what I mean? Well, it takes time to learn these things, Josh, right? It takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not even 30 years old yet. You're about to turn 30. I mean, I can think right. of mistakes that I made in my 20s. We all do. That's what life is about. That's what growing up is about. And I commend you on having the courage to be where you are today and to continue to fight through. And for you to understand, again, how important it is for you and how much skill and talent you have and how much happiness you have provided to others. You have a gift. You have a gift. It would be unfortunate if you couldn't use that. I appreciate you saying that, man. And um, I, I believe I believe the same for myself. And I think that's uh, why I, I think I, I agreed to, you know, to uh, to talk to you. That's why I think I agreed to go to go down to Atlanta and get back playing and continue to train because I feel as though I have something to offer. I feel as though some people could benefit from me playing for them. And I think people could benefit from watching me play or, or teach them how to play, you know, whether it be me having to. If I couldn't play football anymore, uh, you know, and I had to go into coaching, you know, so whatever it is, I know I have a lot to offer, a lot of knowledge about the game and a lot of experience. And um, I'm not going to just tarnish that or throw that away, you know, and, uh, you know, and disrespect, I guess, myself in a way, you know. Josh, if you couldn't play football anymore, if you're not yeah. given another chance, and we hope you are, but if you're not given another chance, what would you wind up doing? Good question. Good question. Um, 
Man, there's a lot of ideas that cross my mind because I've had to entertain it. I've had to entertain that thought many nights, many, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, it has, uh, hasn't really, I haven't really brought, I haven't really learned exactly what that is just yet. But I, I, I think it's going to be in some form of, you know, um, whether it be coaching or teaching somebody, I think about, you know, just my, about, life about the game uh you know whatever 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 role that is i'm not 100 percent sure but my expertise i want to follow that you know i want to go with that make it a little easier on myself and uh and by staying true to myself have you ever spoken to john lucas you know that name at all a, a long a long time ago i know i'm from houston originally yeah and I, I know i knew him i knew him he had a gym he had yeah. a gym that was a girl that they were training down the street from my mom's house. So I I, I used to go play basketball. He 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 probably wouldn't remember or recognize me or anything like that. It was a long time ago. But me and my brothers would go and hoop. Um, you know where, where him him and his sons would play all the time. We used to wow. watch him all the time. As you were talking about your next steps in life, I was thinking of him, and he was a player that had vast talents, that had some substance abuse issues, that when he left the sport went on to make a real difference in the lives of young men. And I remember getting a chance to spend some time with him at one point. And he was an impressive guy, Josh, an impressive guy, a really impressive. And so to me, that's somebody that may be helpful and beneficial. That's why I was wondering if your paths had ever crossed at all before, especially being that he is in Houston and you went to high school in Houston. Right. No, I never got. I never got the chance to to talk with him. Um, he's a legend in my city. I think he's a legend in the sports world. Uh, I think he knows that a lot of people that that know of him uh, know the good work that he's done, and uh, I commend him on that. And uh, I, I do wish to actually meet him and speak to him. I think. I hope. I hope that it happens uh, sometime soon. You know, and um, in what capacity, I'm not sure, but it would be a blessing just to 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 bump into him. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that happen. I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna get a hold of him. And I have your number. I'm going to connect you guys on text. And I'm going to somehow. Uh, uh, that'll be done here shortly. And I'll copy you on a group text with him. And we'll, I'll get that taken care of. Um, Josh, before I let you go, you talked about all these lessons you've learned. And I'm sure there are a lot of young people out there uh, who look up to you and want to know what you've been through. I'm curious to know what you would tell these young players who are in a similar spot that you may have been at one point or another. Uh, about what you've learned from your career and what you would recommend for them? Man, um, I guess I would say hang on to it, um, cling to it, you know, like your life depends on it. Um, groom it, you know, mold it, um, you know, really, really attach yourself to it. Not for, not for, not for the, I think the, uh, the vain reasons, you know, that it, you know, that, that it gives you. Or that you want it to give you, you know, but strictly for, I think the, the love, um, the love that, the love and whatever it is that you do and, um, and who you're doing it for, the purpose, your why, you know, y'all think you've heard, you probably heard things like that, but it could, you could, you could definitely lose focus. You definitely, you definitely lose focus. I think it's an everyday thing to come back to that, uh, before you step outside your door every day, I think. Um, you should check with yourself and say, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Do I, you know, am I feeling it today? Many days we we don't feel it as athletes, as people, you know, but we still have to go up and, 
get up and go out and grind and earn money and feed our kids, you know, or as a young person, that's what happens as you get, you know, as you grow older. But, but it all starts now. It all starts today and building those trends and practicing those habits will ultimately, I believe, make your life easier and end up making you a more disciplined, learned person. And you end up finding more about yourself through discipline and and the low points in life and the hard times, I think, then you will find at the peak, you know, at the peak, you know, you got to look out for, you know, a, a, a lot as well. But there's no time like the present to take advantage of your gifts and focus on that 100 percent right now and leave the rest of the, the BS alone. You know, don't mean to be cold hearted with people. You got to have friends, have a social life. But know who's there for you and know that your path, your journey is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh, we, we are rooting for you. We are rooting for you to succeed in whatever you want to do, whether that's making it back to the NFL, whether that's coaching, whether that's just living a clean and happy life, one that brings you contentedness. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling for you. And I hope it works out the way you want it to work out, whatever that may be, whatever the future has in store. And I should just note again, you are a free agent. You are free to sign with any team, right? And you would like to do that if given the chance, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you for thanking on me, reaching out as well. Well, Josh, appreciate you. Uh, You have an open invite to appear anytime. And I wanted to let you know I appreciate you taking the time and finally agreeing to do this. All right, man. Thank you. And so there he is, Josh Gordon. And he and I had had many experiences, as I mentioned at the outset of that interview, where he and I talked about getting together on the podcast or someone he knew reached out to me asking if I was interested in having him on the podcast. And it almost happened on like three other occasions. And each of the three times, it didn't. And this time, we set it up for us to speak at 4.30 Eastern on Monday. And the phone rang at 4.30 Eastern on Monday, and it was Josh Gordon. And I'll be honest, I wasn't sure whether he was going to be calling at that time or whether there would be another cancellation along the way. But to his credit, he did call in. And I think you could hear there an individual that's grown and learned and changed and improved. And I would like to see him get another chance in the NFL because he deserves to. He's fun to watch. You'd like to see a guy like that have a chance to shine on his 30th birthday. But if it doesn't happen, I hope that he finds peace and happiness in whatever field he so chooses. And so there is Josh Gordon. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Adam. And now we move on to a new Patriot wide receiver, a man full of life, a man full of energy, a man who I think will be one of the key offseason pickups for the New England Patriots. Former San Francisco 49ers wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick, how you doing? Bless me, man. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to type in. I'm like, I didn't know how to type this number in. And this next number, I'm like, whoa, this is different. So my bad. We're, we're, we're all good. We're all good, man. We're all good. So, Kendrick, tell me how it came down that you were going to be a New England Patriot. Take me through that process. Yeah, man. Honored to be a New England Patriot, first and foremost. And uh, it was just a crazy day, man. You know, waiting process, uh, waiting around, see what I was hearing from teams. And uh wasn't hearing a lot. Uh, didn't really know. You know, I'm going to let my agents handle it. But uh, they just told me New England, you know, had the most interest in me and uh, the, most, the, the best offer for me. Uh, a great situation. And uh, I'm glad I landed there, man. You know, it was kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, the organization being what it is, you know, competing for Super Bowls for so long. Um, that's something I want to be a part of. Um, I felt that before. So I'm trying to get back to that kind of place, man. So um, it was kind of a no-brainer, yeah, man, with the, the numbers and the, the organization. And I'm just excited, man. I'm glad I, I'm a Patriot. Well, Kendrick, you are from Oregon. You went to high school there. You went to college in eastern Washington. You played in San Francisco. So your whole life, it seems – has been spent out west. Do you know what it's like to live back east in the Boston area and that snow and cold? That's a great point, man. Yeah, definitely a West Coast boy, man. Um, felt some weather in, you know, uh, eastern Washington. You know, it gets kind of cold up there. Felt felt some negative degrees before and some wind, man. So um, familiar with the cold, kind of, but, you know, that goes away after so long, man. So I know how the East Coast is, man. I, on my visit, it was definitely cold up there. <laughs> the Patriots game. So, man, I, I got to get ready, man. got to pack all my warm coats, buy some more coats. <laughs> have you ever spent any time out there on the East Coast in that area? Um, I have not. I've never been in New York or anything like that. I've never been over there, really. Wow. Um, not up there. Yes, I'll never. Kendrick, let me tell you this. As a guy who's lived out West in Colorado for about 16 years and a guy who's from mm -hmm. the East and lives in the East now, they are really two different regions of the country. It is much kinder, gentler, simpler, cheaper, nicer out west than it is back east. I don't know that you realize what you're about to step into, my friend. I don't know, man. I got to get my mind right, man. I got to be totally bought in, man. But, you know, I'm really motivated, man. Excited about my next chapter of my life, you know. So um, it, can be a great, it can be a great three years for me, you know, if I do it right, take it serious. and. Uh, Stay warm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pack the warm clothes. Get ready. I'm just telling you, it's different. It's great. It's great, but it's different than what you're used to. That's all I'm telling you, and you have to be mentally prepared for that. 
Like, look, your wide receivers coach, Wes Welker, he played there. Your quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, he played there. Did either one of them have any messages for you about going back to New England? Yeah, man. They said, uh, you know, hard working place, earn your keep there, kind of building, man. And I love that when they said that, you know, I'm undrafted guy. I kind of know, you know, about earning things and making it, make, earning the respect from your, you know, teammates, stuff like that. So I'm just ready to you go to a, be in this new organization, you know, get the respect, build it, earn it, not just come out there, have anything handed to me. And uh, I know the house, that's how the building works. So, you know, if I do it the way I've been doing it and, and with another organization that likes that, you know, I feel like I can be in a good position this year. So I'm, I'm ready, man. They, they uh, gave me some great points. Wes Walker, you know, he, he had a really good career there. So he just was telling me, man, know the playbook, learn it, be comfortable and, and I prevail. So that, that's what they were telling me, man. It's a good offense, exciting offense. And, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Have you had any contact yet with Bill Belichick? Yeah, met him. Uh, yeah, met him at the visit. Uh, we all came in when we're all the free agents were there. He, uh, really cool guy, man. I had a misconception about him. Thought he was mean guy, scary guy, but he's super chill, relaxed, funny. And I just had a whole misconception, man. You know, of the Patriot way. Just <laughs> now, I feel it feels good to officially meet him, Robert Kraft, and everybody and see how it really is, you know, from the naked eye. Now, Kendrick, that's quite a decorated free agent class that they're bringing in. I mean, this is all kinds of players that they signed, very unpatriot-like, but they dove into the free agent market. They signed you and Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver, Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry uh, at tight end. They signed Matt Judon. They signed all kinds of players. They were busier than any team. Do you know any of these guys at all, your fellow free agent classmates? Yeah, so I don't know – um, any of them, like just knowing them, no. Um, met met all of them uh, at at the at the visit, and it was awesome, man. Everybody was dope. Everybody was authentic, man. It was just a great time. You could see that this gonna this is gonna glue well. But uh, I played against like Jalen Mills. You know, he's a good dude. I know him through mutual players. Good guy, um, Judon, just dope dude, man. When I first met him, um, but then I didn't know no, not everybody, but the whole the whole everybody they brought in, man. Is, is prepared you know you could feel the energy of everyone how serious it's going to be but at the same time we're going to have fun and it's they like you said they don't do that so something special is about to happen you know something they did something different so there's going to be a good result in what they did you know they're taking the risk on bringing us all in here and they don't do that so we have to make sure as this free agency class that we were worth what they brought you know why they paid us so it's really exciting man that i'm a part of the group and I really want to do my part, you know, pull my weight and do whatever I need to do to help us get back to Super Bowl caliber. And that's all my goal is. I saw that you said that you believe the Patriots are going to turn it around in one year. What makes you believe that, Kendrick? <laughs> Just what you said, man, who they're bringing in, you know. Yeah. The, they don't do that. You know, they got, they got big plans uh, building around Cam and stuff like that, man. So they have good pieces already with guys there. And so they just – putting in the pieces that they're missing, man. And I feel like the picks they made were, were awesome. I and mean, we haven't even seen the draft yet. So it, it's exciting, man. And I believe, like I, like you just said, one year, uh, we're going to be – we're going to have a good record in the, in the beginning. And we got to start start fast, you know. We got to come out there ready. You know, each free agent got to know the playbook, got to be ready and make it seem like we've been there already. So it's exciting, man. Did you hear from Cam at all? Did he welcome you to Foxborough? Yeah, yeah, me and Cam FaceTime. He was giving me a lot of love, man. I, I told him I appreciate him, man, calling me, you know, just that little 
call, it goes a long way, man. And, you know, a guy like me being undrafted, working my way up, and then to get a call from Cam, like, and everything he's been through, man, he was still himself. He still has a great attitude, man. I could tell on the phone it's going to be a good time. You know, I can, I'm going to help him. Our energies are going to match, man. They say he's an energetic guy. And when I talk to him, I can see it, man, that he has that energy, that, that charisma, that fun with it. You know, he, he keeps the fun in it. And that's what I'm trying to hold to and bring to the team. You know, this is fun. It's serious, but it's fun at the same time. And that's the, that's the main thing I've seen with Cam. So really motivated. Uh, he's actually, we out here in SoCal, man, we, we're throwing and stuff like that. So he comes out here tomorrow. I'm excited, man. Get some time. Oh, is that right? So, so in other words, wait, he right. FaceTimed you out of nowhere. Like you weren't expecting it. Hadn't spoke to him and he just got yeah. your number and FaceTimed you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I got my number. Shout out to him, but he uh, texted me first. So he warned me. So I didn't miss it. Thank God. So he texted me and I seen it. And uh, then he, he called me, man. So it was dope, man. I told him like, man, I've been watching you since you was at Auburn, you know, stuff like that, man. Like I really, you know, I'm honored, bro. Like this is dope, man. Like, this is this is honor. And what was his message to you, Kendrick? Yeah, man, just you know, work hard. You know, he's been in the building for a year. You know, he's been around. So he just told me, you know, this is the earn your keep kind of place, man. You know, you could be yourself. The misconception, you know, that everybody has is not true. Like it's a good place, man. And like I said, I could tell when I first got in there. But he he really just motivated me to be ready, um, learn the playbook. You know, get the playbook down. That's the only thing. You know is if I know the playbook, fo- football is easy, man. You know, football's fun. But when you don't know what you're doing, you know, it, it can bring some problems. So that's the main thing with me, man. Just been in the playbook. And uh, that's that's what he's told me, bro. So he he's an awesome dude, man. I, I can't wait to get to work with him, man. I respect the dude tremendously. You know, Kendrick, we haven't spoken before, but I could tell you had that energy, that infectious fun to your personality. I could tell that guys like being around you. I could tell that in one conversation with you right now. Where does that come from? I appreciate that, Adam. Uh, just my family, man. You know, I raised right, man. My mom and dad, uh, they're together, man. They, they've been just, just, just tough raised. You know, been raised the right way. Like tough love for my dad, discipline. You know, wasn't able to do the things I wanted to do as a kid. You know, just my dad had the vision for me. My mom had the vision for me, and you know, I stuck the course. I, I was still, you know, I still struggled in the beginning of my life, like in high school, stuff like that. Like my parents had struggled with me skipping school, but just tough love really, really pushed me to be who I am, man. And, and think the way I do my parents, shout out to them, my brothers, you know, having my back, being there for me when I go through things I do, man. So they, they, they keep me from mistakes. So, you know, they keep my head on straight. So I, I'd be real intellectual with what I'd be saying and stuff. Was there a turning point for you? Cause you said it wasn't always right. And then all of a sudden, it did turn around yeah. and you went on to have the life and career that you've had. And now you're playing in New England. What was a turning point for Kendrick Bourne to get you on track to be where you are today? Um, yeah, man, high school, I got kicked off the football team, man, for some situations in school, man, stealing and stuff like that. And uh, it was just one of the worst days of my life. You know, it was my junior year. I was, was finally about to start getting recruited. I didn't play football my sophomore year. And so my junior year, I told myself, you know, I'm going to, turn around, man. I'm going to get right. Um, I'm going to get all these scholarships, telling myself, and then boom, I get caught stealing, you know, doing the wrong things off the field. So, it, you know, it led, it took me off the field and realizing that like, man, I can't do anything wrong. You know, like football, I have to be all, I have to be all football. And that was really the turning point. Like I thought that I was going to get all these offers. I thought that I was going to get good grades. I thought that I was going to be the man in the town. I thought that I was going to do this and then boom, it was all taken from me in one mistake. So 
it was just that one time, man. And then after that, I transferred high school. Uh, the defensive coordinator that was at my high school, shout out to my coach, his name is Don Johnson. He, uh, he was the head coach at Milwaukee, a new high school. And he told me to transfer over, man, you know, like, come over here with me. I'm going to get you right. You know, just his, uh, his dad is an NFL coach, too. And he, uh, so he knew the ropes to get in the, the league and stuff, to the college and the league and all that. So followed him, man, and the best decision of my life, man. And end up high school going for like 23 touchdowns, balling out, man. And wow. That was that, that was that moment. You know, you know what, though? We, we, we all go through things, and you live and you learn from them. And that, that's what makes you into the person and man that you are. You know that you sure. can't do anything dumb and immature like that. You just can't yes. do that. That's not the way to live a life. For sure. Right. And I, I could tell, man, you exactly. And I, and I, and it all, you know, karma is real. You know, it came back on me. That's what happened. The consequence was real. They took football away. They took what I love from me and it woke me up. And I was just like, you that's it. That's the, that's the, you know, that's your last straw. And then, you know, like I said, my coach was ended up going to another school and that was like God telling me you either make this decision or you don't. And I made the right decision. And I've been making the right ones ever since. So got to keep it up. And you know what? And, and it comes full circle now, too, because I've got sources who tell me that you just gave away 50 Mac laptops in San Francisco through your foundation. Yeah. What led you to do that? Uh, just giving back, you know, to a place I've been so long, four years, man. Uh, Want to help that community, you know, the incarceration rate and all that. The death rate over there is, is high. So we want, we want to keep kids out the streets, man. That's the main thing with the laptops, helping them have resources to get to the next level, whether it be football, whether it be school, whether it be anything. Uh, we just want to help any way we can, man. And uh, it was just an awesome day. You know, met a lot of students. I could feel the, the energy in the building. It was awesome. They, they really appreciated it. And I just love giving back, making, helping people, you know, because I'm in such a good position. People are struggling. So it was just an awesome day. When did this happen, Kendrick? When was this? Uh, this was about two weeks ago. Oh, wow. I believe. Yeah, it was at the, uh, out in Oakland. Yeah. It was just See, an awesome day. You know, and, 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 and karma does work out like that, right? You, you gave and you got back here. That, that's sort of how life works a lot of the times. I found it to be the case. It worked out for you for sure. For sure, it did. And, you know, like you just said, it karma, I gave away those laptops, you know, and then I got the best deal I've ever had in my life, you know, with the Patriots. So it was just doing the right thing at all times, you know, you reap good. And I'm in this position to do more good. And I, I'm just appreciative of the Patriots bringing me in, you know. I'm do a lot of community work out here now, you know, being in New England. I'm excited to start that kind of stuff, too. Well, keep up the great work, Kendrick. Congratulations on the new three-year, $22.5 million contract with the New England Patriots. Enjoy moving back east, and lots of luck with your new home. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate you, man. This is dope. Dope for me, Kendrick. Dope for me. Is that not a likable guy or what? You could see right then and there what a fun guy Kendrick Bourne is and how well-liked and respected he will be in the Patriots' locker room this upcoming season and for seasons to come. And now we begin to get ready for the draft and the draft is next month. And just last week on NFL Live, I said in one segment that I believed that there would be four quarterbacks picked in the top six or seven picks of the upcoming NFL draft. And I said, take it to the bank. That's how sure I am that we will see that many quarterbacks. Well, lo and behold, Got a text from my friend Vic Fangio, the head coach of the Broncos, out of nowhere, 
at 11 a.m. on Monday, and he said four QBs in the first six or seven picks, bold prediction. And I texted him back. I said four in the first six or seven, it'll happen. And then he texted me, I might try and get my $5 back on that one. You'll remember, as we talked about on this podcast, right before the Super Bowl, Vic texted me, asked me who was going to win the game. I told him the Buccaneers. He said the Chiefs. We bet $5. I won. Vic owes me $5. So I proposed to him double or nothing, to which he said, I'll think about it. And I told him in our last text exchange on Monday, I'm ready and determined to drive you into bankruptcy. So I am waiting to hear back from one Vic Fangio on whether he's willing to accept my double or nothing $5 bet on whether four quarterbacks will go within the top seven picks of this draft, which I believe will be the case for a few reasons. Quarterbacks always rise up. There are talented quarterbacks in this draft. There are enough teams that need quarterbacks. And I believe they will come off the board pushing talent at other positions down to teams in other draft slots. We'll see whether Vic Fangio takes me up on my offer. All right, I want to thank Josh Gordon, the wide receiver for Seattle, who's currently on the suspended list for taking some time out of his schedule to join us. I want to thank the new New England Patriots wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne, for taking some time out of his schedule. I want to thank my great producer, Christina Buswell, for, as I always say, putting up with me and putting together this podcast. And I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning into another Adam Schefter podcast and putting up with me as I lose my voice. I've been sick the last four or five days. I've had a cold. I haven't been able to sleep. Maybe it's being run down from free agency. Maybe it's talking too much. Maybe it's being on camera too much. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. Whatever it is, appreciate you all being with us. Be well, stay safe, and we'll be back in this spot next week for the latest Adam Schefter podcast. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.